Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Life After School. This is our double header. We are doing our second episode to try to catch up from uh, not being able to get uh, to get published last week. And so we are thankful again for your patience. And as promised, we did our $100 visa giveaway and we have uh, used a randomizer online to get us to find out our winner. And I kid you not. Uh, what we did is we uh, did the randomizer five times, and whoever uh, whoever showed up or whoever won most of those rounds ended up winning the gift card. So um, due to the fact that we still didn't have too many people enter into this, pod, uh, to this podcast giveaway, this uh, gift card giveaway, uh, I'm going to have to say congratulations to Julia. And for her winning the $100 Visa gift card. So, uh, Julia, you are our winner again. She won our last one. She won this one as well. And we were debating going back and forth on whether we should allow repeat people to um, win. And we, we know that with some other companies and some other giveaways that if you've already won or if only if you've won the amount of certain amount of times that you wouldn't be able to enter back in again. However, I decided after thinking on it, I'm like, you know, we should reward those that are continually helping us and supporting our podcast, even if they end up winning multiple times. That's just our gratitude for them helping us to spread the word of our podcast. And we are just thankful for their help, especially with you, Julia. You've been a big supporter of our podcast and the work that we've been trying to do. So, again, thank you so much, Julia, and congratulations. And I will message you about details about um, when you will receive that gift card and some information and some other stuff I like for you to do with it. So just thank you so much again for your help with that. Um, as we talked about last week, I say last week as if like I actually did episode last week. What I just talked about a few minutes ago, that's the better term. What I talked about a few minutes ago, because this is a double header. So hopefully I don't make the mistake of saying last week again, because we didn't do anything last week. Well, we did, but we couldn't get anything up. Uh, I love technology and trying to work with limitations. But what I t- discussed not long ago, talking about taxes, and we were talking about starting a series, a mini series, talking about taxes and how we can uh, dis- deconstruct this topic. And so, what we're going to talk about today is the importance of filing your taxes. And this is very important because while taxes is very complicated and there are many aspects and and various things that go into taxes, I do believe that the uh, the whole thing of filing your taxes and understanding how to file them 
is the most relevant for you as someone who's 18 years old, about to turn 18, or about to graduate high school, or about to graduate college, I believe just understanding the fundamentals of how to file your taxes is a tremendous help, and I think will be a big help and a big uh, obstacle that you can clear as you go into adulthood. And so um, first thing we're going to talk about is understanding taxes, which we did a very, very brief discussion in the last episode of what exactly taxes are. And we talked about that it is revenue that the government gets from us to fund various services. But I want to talk about a little bit on what exactly a tax bracket is and how much and how does it affect the amount of taxes you owe. For your typical person right out of high school, or if you're working some type of summer job or some type of job that is minimum wage or maybe a little above minimum wage, chances are you are likely going to be in a very, very low tax bracket. And so with that being said, that means that you're likely going to get money back on taxes that you are paying because you are in a very low tax bracket. Now, with that being said, that does not mean that you should not want to strive to get more and earn more money in the long term, because yes, you will have to pay more taxes as you advance in your careers and you are trying to figure out what you want to do in life. It should keep in mind and also should be noted that even though you are having this uh, idea and this fear of having to pay more taxes. The idea too is if you have more income, you're able to counterbalance that as well. And again, this is not political. I'm not getting on that soapbox or soap or down that rabbit hole about taxes. Again, just stating the facts you need to know. So understand that depending on how much you make is how much you are going. It if it impacts how much you're going to owe. And we'll have graphs and stuff later on down the road discussing exactly tax brackets. And plus, you have to keep in mind that when you're looking up information about tax brackets, stuff changes all the time. Tax code has got various little things that change. The IRS wants to change things um, from time to time. So sometimes when you find information, you have to make sure it is the most current and up-to-date information. But... Um, so tax brackets is not the main thing I want to talk about here. I want to talk about and the op, the importance of filing your taxes. First, you need to realize that when you're filing your taxes, you need to realize that there are some documents that you need. If you have worked a summer job before or some type of job, any kind of job that you got paid and you had taxes taken out of your paycheck, then you understand that around the first Around January or February of the following year, you are going to receive either a uh, receive mail from your employer or you're going to be given this at your job. And so you're either going to be given to the, given this in person or it's going to be mailed to you what's called a W-2 form. And I'm going to have a video later this week. Just showing what a W-2 form is and just go through it and just show what exactly are uh, what exactly is in this form 
and how it applies to you and what you need to look out for. But you are going to get a W-2 form and that W-2 form is going to have all your information about what taxes were taken out of your check and how much you paid your federal taxes, how much you paid in state taxes and how much you paid in the other things that you had to pay for Medicare, Social Security. And trust me, we will do podcasts covering those because that is something that I'm sure I'm going to get questions on. And I just want to cover that another time. But so when you get that W-2, be sure you do not lose that W-2 because you are going to need that to file your taxes. Now, companies will typically replace your W-2 if you lose it. Um, I have not had that happen, so I cannot tell you how easy or hard that it is to do. But when you get your W-2, just try to do what you can to file the taxes and get that process started. Now, I do want to make a disclaimer. I know a lot of you might be doing jobs such as DoorDash or Uber. Those type of jobs, you're going to have something a little different. And we're going to have a separate episode in this series to talk about that. But if you work those type of jobs, you're not going to get a W-2. You're going to get what's called a 1099. And 1099s are for self-employed or independent contractors. And you are not employed by DoorDash or Uber. You are an independent contractor of them. So which means when you get paid by DoorDash, which I used to be a DoorDash driver. So um, I so I know this. uh, So I know how 1099s work. And plus, I used to own, you know, I own two businesses. So I am very familiar with uh, 1099s and the uh, it just, you know, the whole idea of taxes using that form and whatnot. But when you, uh, when you get paid through DoorDash, they do not take any taxes out because you are not an employee of DoorDash. And there are other companies, but I'm using DoorDash because that's one that's very popular. And two, I worked for DoorDash. So I got, so I just figured that'd be easy just to use. Um, no taxes are taken out. So, which means when you get a 1099, the form is just going to tell you how much you made, but it's not going to tell you how much you owe in taxes. So you need to do your due diligence to keep up with how much you owe in taxes. And I am still doing doing some research to try to figure out like what are some good ways to keep track of how much of each uh of how much every time you get paid to calculate how much in taxes you need to either take out on your own or at least keep track of. So you have that amount to pay when it comes time to file taxes. Um, I never really did that myself because DoorDash was always a second job for me. So if I did owe anything in taxes with uh, DoorDash, I always just use my primary income to cover that. So I, that's the reason why I don't really have much resources on exactly on keeping track of the taxes that you would owe working a job like DoorDash, but I will get that information to you. So make sure you have the proper paperwork, a W-2 or 1099. And again, we'll have videos. We're going to do short videos just showing what these forms are and just kind of going through some of the processes that are involved with this. So you're not just hearing this and scratching your head and going, what? So I'm going to have that out. And uh, part three, you know, the filing process. Now, this is hard to talk about 
and not have a visual. That's one reason why I wanted this to be a video. But I figured it would be easier to do shorts and video shorts than have them published on TikTok and on YouTube. And that way we can uh, focus on these areas and I can just do, and plus um, doing 15 minute videos trying to explain this can be kind of daunting as well. And so we're just gonna have these little video shorts and publish them um, throughout the week, throughout the rest of this week and next week. That just explains what it is that you need to do in this process. But one thing I absolutely want to tell you, and even though I cannot walk you through a filing process per se, there is one thing, there is one piece of advice that I do want to give you. Use reputable tax filing services if you're going to file taxes on your own. I know there are people that might use services such as H&R Block and might try to utilize those type of services and try to um, get what um, they need as far as having a professional help them. And there's nothing wrong with H&R Block. I've used H&R Block. However, they can get expensive. They can get very expensive. And sometimes it's uh, it gets kind of uh, tasking a bit when you're uh, having to try it. When you get a certain amount of money back and then you're realizing that, a good third of that is going towards the is going towards H and R Block because they're not only charging you to do this, but they need a commission from your um, sales as well. But at the same time, though, I will say this: if you are concerned about not being able to file taxes correctly on your own, then yes, pay a professional to do them. However, if you are in good standing with your parents or you live with a guardian or if you live with any adult that you trust, ask them for help with filing taxes. If none of them have any experience in filing taxes, um, find some type of adult, maybe even find an maybe talk to your employer and ask them for help in filing taxes. I'm not saying they will do it, but there's a high chance that they most likely have a pretty good, uh, they most likely have a pretty good idea on how to file taxes. So utilize their help. Let them help you. And again, we're going to have a video. and We're going to break down exactly how to uh, utilize these services. Now, there are a bunch of other companies that you can file. And what a lot of these companies do is they allow you to file your federal tax return for free. But then you got to pay for state. So you got to pay separately the filed state taxes. Why? I don't know. I think a part of the reason why they charge for that is because with uh, state taxes, it is more, you know, there's 51 plus different areas, different addresses, and that taxes are having to be processed. And I'm sure there might be different things that certain states want that certain states may not so uh, that's one reason i think state tax uh filing state taxes might be might always be charged i do know there are some cases i have seen where both federal and state taxes are free and you're probably thinking to yourself well 
if I have to pay for state taxes or in, in summer cases might even have to pay for federal as well. Um, what are the options? How do I pay for that? Well, the, a lot of times they'll give you one of two options. One, you pay out of pocket right then and there. Or two, which I believe is the option most people go with, is they just have it taken out of the money that um, is owed them if you're getting money back. So, again, just uh, with when it comes to filing taxes, you know, understand about, you know, how much money you are anticipating to get back by understanding uh, your tax bracket and everything. And again, this most of you are not going to be very high on the tax bracket starting off. Um, keep in mind the documents that you need, uh, W-2, 1099, and also um, the filing process and realize that there are people out there trying to take advantage of you and there are certain companies that they're reputable, but they make a lot of money and all the extra things that they charge for you to do. Now, if you feel confident in doing taxes on your own, and I am not a fan of some of these uh, like TurboTax, um, Hewitt Jackson, you know, they all have free tax software. And a lot of times, sometimes you'll find free ones there. Um, in the store that they'll give out for free for you to uh, do taxes on or which I don't even, actually I don't even know if they still even do that anymore um, which because I use I just go online to do it so I don't even know if that's even a thing or not but they yeah kind of get tricky with trying to upcharge you on everything I'm trying to get you to make sure are you sure your taxes are right pay this extra to make sure it's right and it kind of can get annoying so um I'm not, this is not a paid spot for them, but this is one of my personal favorites to use. I personally love using Free Tax USA. I'll leave a link in the description for them because I love them. I have not had any issues with the IRS with them. I can't speak for everyone, and I'm sure there's probably someone that's like, oh, well, I hate them. You know, they got me bad on it. I was like, yeah, that's true, but I'm sure all of us can say that with at least one of the major tax filing services. Matter of fact, I've heard a lot of bad things about TurboTax. So um, I'm going to leave a link for Free Tax USA and um, leave that for you all to uh, check out. And again, we're going to have videos to kind of go more in depth on this process. But again, thank you all for tuning in to this double header and glad to be able to be getting back on track. And we're going to be doing these shorts and introducing these shorts and getting them published and upload it as soon as possible the rest of this week, next week. And again, congratulations to Julia on winning our $100 Visa giveaway, Visa gift card giveaway. You all have a good rest of your week and you all take care and never give up on your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Life After School podcast hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams. Fighting to create.